everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for Project Research. Project Research is a podcast hosted by students in the Emerging Scholars Program. The Emerging Scholars Program is a part of the Office for Undergraduate Research here at the University of Alabama. My name is Dr. Kim Bissell, and I'm the director of the Emerging Scholars Program and also the director of the Office for Undergraduate Research. Each week, you're going to hear from different students in the program who are talking to faculty and asking them about who they are and what they do. In essence, we're trying to break down the research and make it more accessible. It's going to be really fun because each week the topics change. Everything from communication to education to biology to biochemistry to engineering to human nutrition. You're going to hear all sorts of conversations about research. Tune in each week so you can learn more about the research going on here at the University of Alabama. Hi, my name is Anjali. Um, my name's Lauren. And we're here with Dr. Higgins. So could you tell us a little bit about your research? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I kind of basically study the biochemistry of microbes and how microbial processes can impact human health. So bacteria can impact health uh, in different ways. So directly as in like a, the gut microbiome or a pathogen that causes infectious disease but it can also Im like impact or influence human health indirectly by using microbial components for kind of more application-based technologies, uh, such as natural products in, in uh, therapeutics or uh, components in to, to uh, produce vaccines. So my lab studies kind of two main areas of these. So one is uh, looking at mechanisms by which, by which commensal bacteria can interact with host glycans uh, like mucins or the glycocalyx, which is just the sugar coating around our cells, um, and even sometimes carbohydrates found in breast milk. Uh, and then the other kind of area that we are uh, interested in is looking at small molecules or natural products that bacteria produce uh, and that can be potentially used as, as therapeutics or drugs to treat different diseases or infections. Very cool. So what in, um, interested you in this field or topic? Yeah, this is a good, this is a good question. Um, I was trying to think about how I got into this field and, and I can't really pinpoint like a defining moment where I said, oh, this is really what I want to do. I wasn't a, a kid in, you know, in high school or elementary school who was like, I want to be a scientist <laughs> when I grew up. That's not really how I got here. Uh, but I was really good at science in high school and I liked biology and chemistry. So I decided when I went to college, I was just going to combine them and do biochemistry. And that's really what my, <laughs> that's really what it came down to. Um, so I did biochemistry in undergrad and uh, the university that, that I was at had a co-op program. So I was able to do some work terms in an analytical chemistry lab, a microbiology lab and a cancer genetics lab. Um, and then in my last year, I also did like a work study internship in a, in a lab that combined kind of micro biochem and structural biology. And I really enjoyed working in that lab in my last year in undergrad and ultimately ended up staying there and doing my PhD. And that's kind of where, uh, that's kind of where this interest started was from that work study in undergrad. Wow, that's really cool. So you mentioned that you're pretty new to UA. So what exactly brought you here? 
Yeah, so I, I've only been here for just over two months now. So, so very, very new. This is my first faculty position. Um, so when I was looking to kind of for a place to build my research career, I had a few different kind of criteria of things that I was looking for. Um, one, um, obviously, is having a, somewhere that had a strong focus on uh, research in biological sciences. And I think this department and the university definitely has that. And I particularly like that my research strengths uh, really fit into the diverse research kind of that's going on in this in this department. You know, there's so many different things happening. Um, although there are other protein biochemists in other departments in the university, in the university, there isn't really one in this department. So I feel like I kind of fit that niche here. Um, the other one of the other things that I was looking really looking for was to have keen and enthusiastic students. So not only grad students that you know would be working my lab, but also undergrad students. And I knew that UA has a very strong reputation in, in undergraduate research. And although I'm just starting, my lab hasn't actually go up and going yet, I'm really excited to be able to uh, have those opportunities to interact more with, with undergraduate students. Okay, um, where else have you conducted research? So apart from UA, and I know you talked about your work study. So yeah, yeah so um, in my undergrad, I did these co-op work terms. Um, one was at the National uh, Research Council in Canada. So I am Canadian. Uh, this is actually my first time working in the U.S. So I, I, all, of, all of the places that I've been, I've been either in Canada or, or in Australia. So I, yeah, I worked at the National Research Council in Ottawa in Canada um, and at Queensland Institute of Medical Research in Brisbane in Australia. And then I did my undergrad and PhD at the University of Victoria in Victoria, Canada, which is just um, on Vancouver Island, off of Vancouver, West Coast, uh, just north of Seattle. Uh, and then I did my first postdoc in Adelaide, at the University of Adelaide in Australia. I was there for two years. And then I moved back to Vancouver and was at the University of British Columbia, um, also in Canada. So I have, I've done research at quite a <laughs> few different places and none in the US. <laughs> What's been your favorite place to do your research? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, so the different places had different things that I liked about it for sure. So in Adelaide, uh, the location was really good. The research was, was really good as well, but the location, it was right in the middle of the city. So if you could just walk anywhere like downtown Adelaide for lunch, or I could walk to get groceries if I had a 10 minute break, cause it was right kind of there. So that was really cool in Adelaide. Um, UBC was the, probably the biggest campus that I worked at. It's kind of similar to here. So that was a bit of a shock for me, but um, I was also in a chemistry department. So that was also a bit of a shock <laughs> to me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all of them have been really great. I haven't had any kind of bad experiences. Nice. Um, so what's your favorite part of your research? Yeah, so I I really enjoy problem solving. So kind of the idea of problem solving, either uh, like troubleshooting an experiment or coming like having a hypothesis that you have to figure out how you're going to test that kind of thing. I really like. Um, more specifically, I I do a lot of structural biology, so crystallography, where you purify purify a protein and then you. Um, make it crystallize so you when you generate these protein crystals 
and I, I get really excited when I see a protein crystal, especially <laughs> when, it, when it's a new one for a new protein. Uh, and then we send these crystals to uh, x-ray sources for data collection. So there's a, there's a home source on campus here, but um, we also send them to these remote synchrotron sources where you have 18 hours of data collection. So you're collecting overnight. You start at noon and you go until the next day at seven. And although it sounds horrible, I actually think it's really fun. <laughs> and you get a lot of data, hopefully. Uh, and I, I, like, I like all of that aspect of, of, of specific research things, but problem solving is kind of why I'm here. I like, I like to figure things out. Do you ever find yourself getting frustrated if you can't like figure a certain thing out? Oh, absolutely. How do you deal with that? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, science is, is all about peaks and troughs, right? So you like, for me, when I get frustrated because something isn't working or I can't figure something out, it just motivates me more to figure it out. So then I, I want to work really hard to figure it out. On the flip side, when things are working really well, that's really motivating to work really hard too because it's working now. I've got to like do it all while, while it's whatever, the protein that I've purified is active or whatever. So yeah, you have to be like, you have to, you have to face a lot of adversity in, in science and, and you have to be really resilient, but that is also kind of what makes it rewarding. It's like little small victories that you get in the lab can be, you know, really, really rewarding. Am I? Nice. Um, is there, like, I know you're talking about proteins, but is there anything specific within your research that you remember being very hard to figure out? Like, yeah, like, yeah. My my last, so my main project in my postdoc, my last postdoc position was a very, very challenging project, uh, where I was working on an enzyme that forms the nitrogen 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 bond in piperazic acid. And uh, it, it's a very unique enzyme. We, it uses heme to, to do this reaction, but in a, in a weird way that we don't understand how. And because it's so unique, the, the project is just very challenging because you, you don't have a starting block of, oh, well, usually heme enzymes use oxygen and they bind oxygen, like they do it this way. Ours doesn't, so we don't even know sometimes where to start. So that's been a really challenging, that was a really challenging project. What do you recommend for somebody trying to enter your field or research in general? Yeah, so I think, I mean, research in general, uh, you want to try out different labs, different research areas to see what you like. Uh, I think that's really important. I mean, that's what I did, you know, in my undergrad, I, I did all these co-op work terms to try to, in all of a bunch of different fields to try to figure out what I liked. Um, another thing that you should do is try to talk to people, not only in different research fields, but at different stages of their career and kind of learn about what they like and dislike about either their field or techniques that they use in their field and really see how it like aligns with what you like or dislike um, or like what you th think you may want to do, right? So talking to people can really be helpful. Mm -hmm. um, so... I mean, I know you talked about it in general, but just like specifically, is that kind of what you would recommend for something that wants to go into um, biochemistry or microbiology? Yeah, yeah. So if, I mean, at UA, you know, undergraduate research is promoted here, and and it's it, there's a lot of it, right? So if you're an undergrad that wants to 
do research. You should, you know, contact, look at faculty members' research profiles, see which ones you think you might like, go talk to the faculty, uh, see if they have any positions open in their labs, you know, try try out a few different labs during your undergraduate career and see, see kind of what you like. So this is a very specific question, but did you ever encounter like a fear of first reaching out to a professor and trying to get involved in research? If so, how did you kind of overcome that? Yeah, I mean, it can be scary to reach out to professors, for sure. I mean, I still get scared reaching out to like other faculty, not so much here, but you know, other faculty in other universities when you don't know them. Um, yeah, I think it's a fear that most people have for sure. But uh, I mean, faculty members are just people too. <laughs> so um, yeah, you, I mean, you, you got to suck it up and, 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 and send the email. And if you're really worried about sending an email, you just send an email to ask if they have any time to meet with you for like five or 10 minutes to meet and talk with you. And most people should be able to accommodate that. Um, thank you so much for listening. Okay. Sorry, one more specific question. So a couple years ago, I was doing res like internet research about like the, um, I was kind of interested in oncology. So I found some research that there's something in the microbiome, like in the gut, that can influence cancer development. And so I was wondering if you specifically, because you mentioned a cancer biology lab, right? Yeah, so I was in a cancer genetics lab. So I was looking at like sequences, specific sequences of uh, cancer versus no cancer tissues. Uh, to see what kind of mutations there were. So it was pretty different to gut microbiome and cancer, but, and I don't know a lot about the associations between the gut microbiome and cancer, but I do know that there are some and that there, I think there are some links to the gut microbiome and, and susceptibilities to the cancer treatments. So I don't know about progression, uh, but I think there are definitely some susceptibilities to treatments based on your gut microbiome. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs>